0: Welcome to Assortment of Sorts. My name's Hannah.
1: I'm Emma. And I'm Bergen.
0: And today we're going to talk about Assortment of Sorts, specifically mysteries. And I don't know their topics. I know we had a group chat that said the topics. I didn't really look at that. I mean, I looked at it a little bit, but I didn't retain the knowledge. Okay, (laughs) so I'm excited to hear your guys' topics so I can geek out and buy more books and i don't know yeah. this is just an excuse for book buying honestly for me so all right yeah, and no, then,
2: i love these topics they're fun
0: it's really enjoyable i genuinely enjoy researching so me too it's well you better you're you're gonna be a historian so you <laughs> have to <laughs> yeah historian of sorts that's gonna be the new podcast yeah. name <laughs> and then we volunteered bergen to go first again because yeah. we like order last time so you can go ahead and go for it dude
1: okay so mine's kind of like a it's kind of true crimey not really because like no crime was like officially committed you know but like it kind of fits in that category but i'd say it's still a mystery i just am fascinated by this so mm-hmm. it's commonly known as like the watcher house um and it had to do with like a family that was from new jersey i did have no idea how to pronounce their last name i wrote everything down this time to like be superficial but it's broadest I think it's Marie and Derek is their first names. We'll go with mm-hmm. that. And in 2014, they moved into or they were planning on moving into a new home in Westfield, New Jersey, and it was 657 Boulevard in Westfield. They named the six-bedroom house their dream home, and they were like super excited about it. Like, we're so excited to be like moving their kids like into like a full-size house, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And three days before like they closed sale and everything they got this like creepy ass letter in the mail and i'm not going to try and paraphrase it i'll just kind of like write down what i like found the letter online and like what exactly it said Uh so it was addressed to the new owner and it said dearest neighbor at 657 boulevard allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood how did you end up here did six seven Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? Did 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows at six five seven Boulevard at all people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Which was the first
2: letter that they received. I absolutely love this case. I'm so glad Isn't you're doing this it. This
1: so interesting. <laughs> <with it. laughs>
2: okay, absolutely good. I was a little worried
1: because I was like, I feel like this is, it's a little bit anticlimactic, but it's just like so fascinating to me because no, like they I still, they have it's never so even creepy. named a suspect for this no no it's like they literally have no idea or they don't have a good enough one to even like name like a person of interest like there's never Mm -hmm. been anyone named wow okay so they also got when the second letter came it had like some more like eerie details in it even though they weren't officially in the home yet they'd only gone to like visit the home and the author goes on to say, you have children, I have seen them. So far, Ooh. I think there are three that I have counted. Do you need to fill the house with young blood, I requested? Better for what? me. <laughs> was your old house too small for your growing family, or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. And then he sent, like, he actually addressed this one, the Watcher, is, like, how the name started.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So creepy. So creepy, because... <laughs>
2: He was watching them like actually. You know, like he the was like one oh. you could set aside and be like, Oh well, you yeah, know, like a one off. Maybe some of weirdo thing. in the neighborhood knows we're moving in. But he, like, to know like the talk family, talked about their kids. How many kids they have. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So after receiving the letter, they like kind of reached out to the family prior that had lived there mm-hmm. and were like, Hey, like have you guys received any letters? And in an they said that during the 24 years that they lived there, or 23 years, sorry, that they had received a letter a few days before they were getting ready to move out of the house. Saying, like, that, like, their time being watched was coming to an end or something, but they had never gotten a letter before that, is what mm-hmm. they're
0: saying. It's wild. so so
1: this, crazy. Yeah, so, like, it does make sense with the sense of, like, he said his father was the one to, like, watch them prior, mm-hmm. and this is his first time watching someone.
0: So He's it's more like, personable. He's like, so I'm he wants you guys like, later.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it's different this time, right? But it's like, they didn't receive one until they were moving out.
2: Did they just have like, any kids that they raised in that house? Do you know? It did say the Woods family. That
1: family hasn't, like, come out to the public much because, like, mm-hmm. they felt very uncomfortable by it because they had already moved out. Yeah, it right. does refer to them always as the Woods family, though. So I'm assuming they had children. They lived there for 23 years.
0: So, that's that's a long, that's long, long, time.
2: Yeah.
1: And they had never heard anything before they sold the home, which is just, like, so creepy.
0: Maybe they're lying, you know?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, maybe they were freaked out and they're like, I'm not going to say was I've threat. been receiving People these. Like, yeah, but maybe they were. They like, lived there genuine. for 23 years before <laughs> saying anything. That's a long time. It's so like, that's I would called time. the cops, which they did. The family that purchased the home called the police and was like, they're talking about our kids, like... It feels personal now. They're obviously Mm -hmm. actually watching us. We kind of wrote the first one off as, like, a prank. But, like, now they're, like, talking about our children and, like, luring them out. And the police kind of, like, told them, like, not to talk about it. Which makes me think maybe the first person did tell the police. Because they're, like, maybe it's one of your neighbors. Or, like... A family member or something so like mm-hmm. don't talk about it to anyone and then he sent in another one like after they first moved in and they received a second the third letter and it had like a bunch of specifics which obviously i'm not going to include because like it actually talks about like the children's like birthdays and like certain like physical mm-hmm. features on their children which are like very creepy um yeah And, like, asking where they sleep and, like, noticing that one of their children had moved into the attic, which was, like, the converted room upstairs, like, the smallest child. And I'm, like, the fact that he knew that that's where that kid was is so alarming. That's what makes
2: me think it was, like, a neighbor that was watching them, but, like, what's the point?
1: Yeah, and then he said, where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you because several weeks later, they... I think, weren't officially ever, like, full-time moved in. They still had their other home. Mm -hmm. So, they only were in the home for a couple of weeks. And then they were like, forget this. You know, like, we're not going to move in here. And (laughs) they, like, it basically stalled, like, at the end. But there was no fingerprints on any of the letters that they received. Like, no fingerprints on the mailbox that, like, weren't one of their own. It's still, like... The Swatchers' identity, they still have, like, no idea who it was. Like, basically, they're, like, no paper trail, no technological anything. Because it was in 2014, mind you. So, like, they had cell phone towers where they could be, like, paying things. Right. It's, like, not like they were doing this with, like, the original families in, like, 1920 and 1960. It's, like, this happened semi-recently. Um, and they have no idea, like, who did it, like, to this day. Like, it's gone cold at this point. But... Only six months after they received the letters, they decided to sell the home officially and, like, be done with it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it just kind of has ended there. They literally have no
0: idea. Bought the house after them. There's nothing. Like, there's no notes, no mail, nothing.
1: So, someone else did purchase the home, I think, um, Mm -hmm. is the last thing I had seen. But it remains anonymous because of safety. Right. But they're saying the identity of the watcher still remains a mystery, and they didn't receive anything else. That's so, crazy.
2: That's so weird. I wonder yeah. if he just was fascinated by the kids and decided to like, freak him out, or didn't want most maybe of it's a name that didn't he said kids.
1: in the letters was like referring to the children
2: mm-hmm. and
1: like specifics, like with their birth dates. Like he like knew all of their birthdays and like which order they were born in and everything, and like he was right. So it Birthday makes me almost think really weird. it has to be someone that semi knows them. Yeah. I would yeah. think just because it's like, how would you get that information?
2: Yeah, maybe it went too far and they didn't want to like come out about it and say it was me, you know, after they called the police.
1: Yeah, I don't or know. Or maybe it's it like,
2: was genuinely like threatening. I don't know. It's very strange. It's the whole thing. Yeah.
1: But the letters only took place over like a three week period in 20. 20- 13 2014 whatever year i said in the mm-hmm. beginning of this, i can't remember now i think it ended in 2014 so yeah 2014 and during those three weeks they received like the four letters or like the three letters and they got that like last creepy one like we'll miss you kind of yeah. thing and then that's it and they've literally never been able to find out who did that and i just think that's really interesting like it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah because also- they used like mm-hmm. mail is my thing i'm like they like sent this like postal like it's like it was addressed to them. Like, it wasn't like they had just said it in their mailbox. Like, it, everything looked as if it had been dropped off at a post office.
2: Wow. That's freaky. I had also – I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved video on it, and they were saying that the wife lived in the neighborhood. She grew up there as yeah. a kid. Which – Yeah. So they felt completely safe and nothing like that they would ever heard of before mm-hmm. until they decided to move back in and, like, raise their – kids like right down the street from where she grew up
1: yeah they like in one of the interviews where they like kind of talk to the mom or whatever she talks about like passing by the home or something at some point Mm -hmm. and how it was like a dream home of hers like as soon as they saw it go on the market she like knew that they wanted to look at it and it's like the fact that they already knew stuff about them before they moved in just makes me think it's someone that knew them you know or like remembered her from the neighborhood like what if it was like what if it's like even the previous owners or something creepy, and they're like obsessed with the daughter? Like who knows? You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's the like, whole thing is just so strange because nothing came of it. You know? They never. No, had it's success. still just. There was no point where they like were asking for like money or anything. They were just letting them know. I know exactly who you are. I've been yeah. watching you. I know your children. They kind and of threatened, threatened the children. Like new blood, new blood in the yeah. house. Yeah, that's it's, freaky.
1: <laughs> and young blood are like. To i forget what word he used i wrote it down exactly what he said but it was like something about like their own like selfishness or whatever like oh their own greed like why would they bring in the children it's like your own greed it's like what do you mean greed like for having three children yeah is it like some like mother that's like envious or something because she talks she doesn't ever talk i have a feeling it's a woman i don't know why but just, like, and that's a shared opinion somewhat online when I looked, like, just from the way the letters are formatted, because they're very, like, endearing in the beginning, like, asking questions, and, like, that seems to be, like, I don't know, with, like, analysis going through it, they're, like, it's possibly a woman, and it's, like, for the sense that they talk about children, but they never talk about harming children, they talk Mm -hmm. about luring out children to them, and, like, them wanting to talk to the children and everything, I'm, like, what if this is, like, a mother or something, like, doesn't have her children anymore or some, Like,
0: weird.
2: Yeah, I never even thought of it real. as a woman. It is. It, the whole thing is weird.
0: Yeah. And like, and, like, to title yourself as The Watcher or to have the Watcher title passed down is very... It feels made... You know, it feels like a cartoon. It feels like a very comic really yeah. like mm-hmm. Gotham, we're in Batman. You know, it's, like, it's kind of surreal. So... I think it's ballsy just to move into the house, even after you get the first letter, you know? Or I would have the police doing rounds, or, you know, I would want people constantly there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just in case. I've seen enough Supernatural. I know what goes <laughs> down. You gotta get the song. Yeah, you-, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta like, I don't sure know. You-
1: I think it's also interesting how he brings up that the grandfather and his father did it. So that's yeah. pointing towards him being a man, I would say. You know, it's mm-hmm. like this whole, like passed down generations thing but it's like the fact that he like brought up like the years and like he brought up the other two families that were living in the home during that time it's like they did their research if it's not true i don't know that's yeah. almost like
0: you start checking your walls you know like yes, is there tunnels right like do you have doors that you don't know their doors like that is like a number one fear that is something you need to make sure there are no secret hidden you know pathways or start opening the bookshelves or something, yeah. you know didn't make sure there's the watcher, no
2: didn't the watcher learn the children's names
0: too? yeah he knew their names
1: yeah, that's and crazy like, and which one was the bring... oldest the middle child and the yeah. youngest
2: which they didn't bring their children around for that much of it right
1: no they came into the home first without them and then they brought them in when they were like closing escrow so the first letter doesn't really mention children and the second one does so, obviously, like, as they're watching them move in, which makes me think more of the interest has to do with really the home because it's, like, they didn't know who was moving in. Like, at first, the first letter is just adre- addressed to, like, the couple that's moving in. Mm-hmm. And then they see these children and they start talking about children and they, like, learn the children's names. And, like, they- I don't know if he ever bothered or she, whoever wrote it, bothered to learn the couple's names. Like, I don't think they ever addressed them by name. I think they only address the children by name, which I think is really interesting.
2: Yeah, it does but. point to, like, a fascination with the children. But they, in their first letter, only address the couple. Yeah. So I guess it, I don't know, it is, like, maybe a fascination with the house, which I don't think that, like, their father and their grandfather was really watching the house. Like, that's got to be made up.
1: Yeah, like theatrical or something, unless mm-hmm. you find out that the other family was also receiving letters and they're just not talking about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be hard to disclose after you sold the house.
1: Seriously? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of it. There's not a ton of information on it. As well, I was kind of like weary about it. Like there's really only those few letters and like nothing came of it. But I feel bad for that family that thought they were buying their dream home and was in it for like two weeks and like never even fully moved in.
2: So, mm-hmm. yeah, they hadn't even, like, packed the letters up themselves. I don't know.
1: But they didn't, like, like make any money off of it because they had already closed the home. So, they resold right? it. And I'm sure it was a pain to sell because once you've disclosed things like that to the police, you have to disclose them when you're selling the when home. You're selling, yeah. Didn't so. they
2: end up suing the previous family, though?
1: They I didn't read did? anything about that.
2: Right. I think I they, mean, must for be what? Sold. they ended up suing them because they didn't disclose that mm. they got a letter. Before totally they sold could be. the
1: house. I only looked Which at like a like... few different articles, but I didn't mm-hmm. watch their video. I should have watched Unsolves video on that. Because they're great. The ghoul cool boys, I love them. And they're very oh, thorough. Oh, I love so. them <laughs> They're
2: so good. <laughs> Sorry. And I, I have my own this wheeze. Case. It's really fascinating.
1: Which one? Is it Shane who wheezes? Which one? Or is it Ryan? One of them who... wheezes.
2: Oh, it's probably both
1: i don't know and i wheeze and often when like they're doing the videos of like and they do like the type typing or whatever and it comes and up like wheeze
2: you. Yeah. And it
0: just. <laughs> have you ever wheeze.
2: seen those hannah
0: no i haven't oh my God. i mean hannah. it feels like something it would have just popped on and then i would have just had it on in the background because i watched so much not necessarily like unsolved stuff but paranormal stuff because every once in a while I go through phases of being like intrigued by it. So I'm sure that's something that is like popped up, you know, in my feed.
2: Yeah. Because they do both unsolved mysteries and then, like, true crime. Yeah. And, like, yeah. ghost stuff. And they
0: do supernatural every once in a while, which is
1: always super entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, one of them is a total skeptic and the other one is, like, very much believes in it. So it's, like, yeah. a very funny dynamic. <laughs> but, yeah, they actually, op- they, like, started their own company, did they not?
2: Yeah, their newest video just came out. Um, They're doing their own ghost files. And Jonathan and I watched it the other day. It's, like, an hour long. Oh, and it's wow. just them going into, like, haunted places and, like, videotaping, trying to catch a ghost on camera, all that kind of stuff. <laughs>
1: it's love good. It. They're
2: funny. They're like, they're so funny. Right, best friends. I love it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, shall I pass it off to – uh? it's Emma next, is it not? Yeah. Okay. okay. Take us away, I Emma.
2: I don't know. I'll be <laughs> curious if you guys have heard about this one. I don't know how popular it is or not, but have you guys heard of The Secret – A treasure hunt it's um a book no i I had it before you said something it
0: feels very familiar but i don't know where or when i would have seen it i haven't read it
2: well it's a real live treasure hunt um that's like in north america so this guy named byron priest was an american writer and publisher who owned his own publication company and i looked it up his net worth didn't seem to be worth like that much but he also spoiler alert he's dead So, I don't know. um, I don't know how he could afford all this. But in 1982, he released a book called The Secret of Treasure Hunt. And the book contains 12 poems and 12 illustrations, which, if you pair correctly, gives you specific clues about where to find keys and you can unlock treasure. So, the author went around to 12 cities in the United States and apparently one city in Canada. I don't know for sure, though. People have never found it okay so he buried sealed ceramic boxes each containing a little like skeleton key so the key contains um or the box contains the key which you can go to his like estate and trade it in and they'll give you a jewel or a stone that's worth over ten thousand oh dollars What? gosh yeah it's weird it
1: sounds like a hoot what are we doing with our lives this should be it
2: well there's like treasure hunters out there who have like dedicated their lives to it but so far three have been solved out of 12
1: oh my gosh and like girls i know what we're doing yeah new podcast
2: yeah (laughs) so a few of the specifications are that the boxes are buried no more than three feet deep and they aren't located anywhere dangerous so like nowhere on like train tracks or near highways And they aren't in flower boxes, cemeteries, or on the property of his, um, any property that the author owned, or any of his family's or friend's property, as well as anybody who worked on the book. So they are all in like major cities across the US. So the book actually is available on Amazon. Like am buying it. You can just get it anywhere. Sure, <laughs> and you yeah. can also just look it up and find all the pictures and then the poems like online oh my too. my gosh. So I think though the author like seriously overestimated like how difficult it would be because only three out of the 12 have been solved. Yeah. And only two were solved before the author died in 2005 from a car accident. Oh and no. he took the locations to his grave. He never <gasps> told anyone. Yeah, it was That's really a unexpected road. death. He right. didn't write it down. He didn't let anyone oh, know. No. So the first was found in 1983, which was one year after the book was released. It was found by okay. two college students who paid for oh who paired can't read my own writing. They paired the fifth illustration to the twelfth poem and it led them to Grant Park in Chicago, where they got the box, uncovered it. They're featured in like a little article. And so it was only one year after. So I think people thought it'd be easier than it was. They have not figured it out yet. So the second one was found in 2004 by self-proclaimed treasure hunters. And they matched illustration four to poem four, which led them to Cleveland, Ohio, where did they discover the box in the Greek cultural gardens? And they dug it up. Wow! And then the year after that, the author died, and the hunt for it kind of slowly declined. People haven't found one. And then again in 2019 was the most recent one, and it was found in Boston, Massachusetts. So <gasps> no! I know, it's already found in Boston. No! Not going there. Um, so they matched the 11th illustration to the third poem, and that was actually featured on TV, which is how I heard about it, because I watched uh-huh. it with my mom like oh my in 2020. Um, so he found it. And it was like for the season finale. And it the show is called Expedition Unknown. So kind of cool. That's, That's really crazy cool. Since then, these treasure hunters have paired the poems to what the poems and the illustrations together and they found what major cities they think they're in, but they haven't found the actual ceramic boxes of where it is located in the city. So people think there's in there's one in San Francisco, New York City, and like Roanoke Island. There's also one that they think is in Canada, which I mentioned, but yet people haven't figured out where, they, where they're where they buried. And it's been 30 years. So times have changed, things have changed. So I don't even know if all of them you can still access. Yeah. But it was really interesting.
0: It is. I I mean, if three people hadn't found it already, I would just assume it, it's not a thing, you know? Like, But mm-hmm. now that it is confirmed that people have found it, I want to go. I want to see if I can find it. You know, yeah. like yeah. Which we I can. Think there's
2: one in San Francisco. That's very likely.
0: Let's just head up there.
2: <laughs> you look so close. You might as well. Oh but they gosh. are very hard to figure out.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Three I feel. I feel like years. he really dropped the ball, though, with like not writing it down or like having another person to like carry it on. Because now he has no idea. Like no one knows.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was very unexpected. You would think you would have it somewhere. Written. Or does he? I don't know. I don't know.
1: A man of mystery. Oh my gosh! Wow, was he rich?
2: He must have been. I that's, feel like that's, that's some a rich, rich person, person thing. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Who else would do so, that? <laughs>
2: real life treasure hunt. Where's his house use? at? Like,
0: if we were to like find one, like, I, is it still a thing where we go up and we're like, we found it. Like, we found a key. We found it. Like, who's could, living even in that house?
2: He's dead. You can bring it to his estate. I'm sure we'd like contact the news.
0: But that's and- weird.
2: People would be like, people would know about it, and then we could go and bring it, and then get a stone. They have like I think different colored stones, and they're all each worth more around ten thousand dollars or more. That's crazy. crazy. Which isn't life changing, but like, but the fact that like, oh my gosh,
1: I feel like like,
2: oh I found this.
1: Yeah, nice.
2: I feel like if you find find one, one, you might be able to find another one. It'd be cool. We'd definitely be on the news station somewhere if we could figure it out.
0: Then we could, we could, we can advertise for our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and listen on. <laughs> the three girls that are claiming to be a uh, podcasters have found <laughs> one of the
2: boxes. <laughs> found a, a little key.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's what they I want know. to do. That's plug. like so cool. Yeah. We'd have to plug ourselves. <laughs> I would be so uncomfortable, but like so proud. Like I would not want people all over me. It would be like a Charlie in the Chocolate Factory situation. Like Charlie got the golden ticket, and then he almost got mauled outside the c- chocolate shop. You know what I'm saying? Like people would be after <laughs> no, we, us.
2: We, would, I feel like we, <laughs> we found it. No, you know. And yeah, I'm wondering if people like found it or found one of them and then been like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, they were like, 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 I don't I know, know what this is. It's completely sealed. I think you have to break it. Oh my god. To gosh. get to the key.
1: Someone just like freaking throws it away. Oh,
0: yeah, stresses like, me oh, out thinking like, about that. Or like someone but doing also, like
1: construction and like they like pop, oh, mm-hmm. what's this box? Yeah. Just yeeted well, that's over.
2: That's the thing. The author dressed up as a construction worker <gasps> and then went and hit him in these like 12 cities. He just also went hit. and <laughs> dug a hole, buried it. And so we're going to construction
1: wow. sites. So <laughs> yeah. It's like under someone's house. It's like, what are you gonna do? Excuse
2: right, me. Because he said it's on like no like private. I don't think it's on private property. I think it's all public. Yeah. But I mean, it's been 30 years. Who knows who's bought what Seriously. land now?
0: Or like we gotta go start checking the parks that have been there yeah. from the beginning.
1: What if there's mm-hmm. like a toilet over it now or something though? If it's in a park, It's <laughs> not like they're putting that sort of like a water fountain. I really dig through cement. Just get a pickaxe.
0: Oh mm-hmm. gosh.
1: We're committing
0: that is a full commitment i don't think i want to pickaxe anywhere near a toilet and the piping <laughs> but you can no. just go for it and i'll share in the reward oh no, thanks <laughs> okay wow well, i didn't know that was a thing that feels like very hollywood yeah, that's you know? very fun i can't I'm believe
1: glad you guys didn't that. know I
2: wasn't sure if it was like popular or not
1: no that was amazing I
2: something a few years ago with my mom I
1: feel like it's
0: real life like, national treasure or something, it's like fascinating. I know it's like very goonies. Like, I yeah. want to get the book if mm-hmm. you could buy it on Amazon, it feels like it's just free money sitting in the ground, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's just ten thousand dollars
1: sitting right it's there, just
0: ten thousand dollars sitting there. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's keys to the estate. How big is this estate? Can we just like <laughs> do they just <laughs> like, give it, it over,
2: keys and not like the gems, <laughs> yeah, it's so not actually treasure. But it's like, what are the keys unlocked? Do they unlock anything? Or are they just for fun? Who can you knows? imagine
0: unlocking what the key has and it's just like nothing in there, oh. you know? Like, can you imagine going to the estate, making that whole ordeal, and you unlock it, probably on live TV, and there's nothing in there?
1: <laughs> Could like, you oh, imagine? no.
0: You're like, oh, next time. <laughs> <You laughs> Better luck next time. Yeah. That would not be funny. I'm disappointed just <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: I enjoy that. Yeah, that was really fun. I'm glad you guys did. That is it. Maybe we'll, next we'll hear of us. We've solved the mystery.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next time yeah. on the podcast. Definitely. I mean,
2: we are going to New York and we live so close to San
1: Francisco. New York.
0: <laughs> I don't even know where to start. It's New in York the Statue from. of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a- it's on Ellis Island. We got to get a boat first. <laughs> and we got to get <laughs>
1: It's in Central Park. We're just like in there with uh, shovels. They're like, excuse me,
0: who digging in the of the park, so. <laughs> We're looking for a key.
2: Yeah, well, I imagine it's probably oh in a, the park somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Where you can, that like, park p- is very huge, it. too. It is, yeah.
0: We gotta get this book of poems. We're intelligent most of the time. Yeah. We could-
1: <laughs> Three of us <laughs> together?
0: No. Unstoppable. I think we're just gassing ourselves up and I don't think it's going to go no. well, but I do no. appreciate
2: it. We'll get it, we'll open it, and be like, I have no idea. I don't even know what, what
0: this means. Yeah. Wait, no. Can we Google this? I don't know if we can Google that. Just look it up on the internet. We'll
2: just figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> look look up the answers. Oh,
1: there's no one. You guys don't have Quizlet for this, or...?
2: I love
0: bike. Love them. Cool, cool, uh, cool.
2: You go, Hannah.
0: All right, I will. So um I wanted to talk about the Marie Celeste and this is a nautical mystery. Ooh. <laughs> it's a boat. It's a boat mystery. <laughs> you really like boats. Oh, right. I know. Well, once I started talking about the Titanic, stuff started popping up on my feed and I said, Yes, I am interested in this. Thank you. And <laughs> it just kinda fed into it. Okay, so the Marie Celeste is a proper ghost ship. Like a real time, very ghost shippy. I'm excited about this one. I have a very long list of notes, so just bear with me. The ship began its voyage on November 7th, 1872. So long time ago. Uh, It had a crew of seven. Its captain was Benjamin Spooner Briggs and his wife and also his daughter, which was I think two, three years old um her name was Sophia, and this brigantine was like a heavy weather boat like it was meant to be on the ocean it was through the atlantic pacific like it was doing its time it was in heavy weather for two weeks and it was reaching the azores islands which is around portugal So I'm pretty sure I pronounced that wrong. Um, And the last ship's entry was at 5 a.m. on November 25th. A ship had just happened upon it. It was sailing free of any crew. It it was just like they just fell upon this boat offshore, like 400 miles offshore, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of like the Goonies. So I'm picturing this really cool thing in my head. I had to look up Brigantine because I don't know anything about nautical knowledge. Uh, so basically, it's just a, a massive ship. So it has two masted sailing vessels with fully square, rigged foremast and at least two sails on the main mast. So picture Peter Pan. <laughs> I was oh, like well, the a pirate ship? Yeah, it's huge. It has massive sails. It has what front year? and back sails. Again? 1872. Mm, so this thing is like heavy duty this is how they got around and i feel like that's a pretty big ship for just seven crew members a captain his wife and daughter right that feels like not a little excessive
1: yeah they're fancy right
0: i guess and it was en route to genoa italy and it was leaving from new york so, the Maurice Celeste was found drifting and deserted 400 miles east of the Azores Islands, which, like I said, it was by Portugal. Mm-hmm. And it was found by this crew of another cargo on December 5th, 1872. So, they left November 25th. The boat was found December 5th. Okay. There's a lot of time uncharted for.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the leader of the boarding party told the British Board of Inquiry... Um, That he found the ship, and he said it was just, like, thoroughly, basically just a wet mess. And the possessions were left behind, and there was only one lifeboat missing. And then Captain Morehouse, who was founding ship captain, Mm -hmm. uh, he sent a boarding party to the ship. And below the decks, the ship's charts had been, like, just all over the place. Like, they were tossed around, which I would assume, if it's unattended to, papers would fall. You know, it's going to be kind of chaos. that sort of thing so I was like okay that makes sense and the crewman's belongings and everything were still in their quarters so the ship's only lifeboat was missing and one of its two pumps had been disassembled I think they noted that there was like three and a half feet of water that was like kind of sloshing through the ship's bottom mm. and the cargo was it was alcohol <laughs> and they had oh seven, 1701 barrels of industrial (gasps) alcohol and it was all intact so like everything was still there
1: industrial alcohol for the time what does that mean just like hard alcohol or right
0: yeah so that was just like right yeah it's
1: like the strong stuff
0: (laughs) (laughs) industrial strength yeah Mm -hmm. six months supply of food and water not touched And there was nobody found on board there was no like no sense of like there was an abduction or anything there wasn't any like violent areas you know Mm -hmm. it was very clean and just kind of messy and then there was no trace of captain benjamin spooner briggs and his wife and their daughter and the seven crew like they had just disappeared like completely
2: was missing could they all fit in the lifeboat i don't know how much would
0: hold i don't know i have no idea how big i'm not picturing a big lifeboat for some reason even though like it's probably it is a big ship Like, tons and tons of weight, you know? I love the theories (laughs) that I was finding for this. Mm -hmm. So the first one was kind of, like, a technical one uh, where it was just kind of an insurance thing where the founders of the ship would receive $46,000 from the insured products and the ship itself. Um, But the court had, like, found that there was no evidence of foul play. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, why? Like, that would make no sense because if they wanted to create insurance fraud, wouldn't the people who are playing like dead eventually have to show up for the money yeah. eventually or yeah. there would be a chunk of some like out of the founders some you know like it was just kind of yeah how would they up. reap the benefits of
2: if you're committing insurance fraud?
0: Boat, yeah there's
2: not a lot of hope for survival No. When you have that many people and you're in the middle of the ocean?
0: Right, right. Well, they think that um, this feels like, they feel like they proved it because they have nautical information from that far back. I was like, really? You have, like, the correct information of that day and time? Okay. But basically, (laughs) they think that they made it... four miles to the azura islands basically mm-hmm. and then they got on the boat and then maybe it was pushed back into sea like that huge boat basically sailed itself back into sea and then the other captain fell upon it and i'm like it's not like a gps thing you know you're in the middle <laughs> of the atlantic ocean you're not gonna be like yeah. oh if yeah. you're left heading this way you're gonna find that boat it's like no if the boat is sailing and you guys are in the eighteen hundreds, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> kinda just there. Yeah, you'd be like, like, Oh, that island. You're I like, know. There's no planning that island being there for you. Right. You know? It's like so spontaneous and you just have to take the elements as it is. So I was like, I don't think that they were had the technology to do something like that. Yeah. Um, and then my some of my favorite theories were the sea monster stories and the pirate <laughs> stories. Because <laughs> <Pirate laughs> there were so many, but Obviously sea monsters were ruled out, I don't think the cracking got them, but also pirates were ruled out because that alcohol was there, nothing was looted, mm. everything was still intact, and there was no like violent scenes, so yeah. pirates were definitely rooted out, even though they were hot and heavy in the 1800s, Like it was yeah, definitely they would have for the alcohol.
2: Yeah,
1: seriously.
0: right.
2: Especially
1: like industrial strength alcohol, you know? They're like, oh, What yeah. is this?
2: <laughs> no if it's
1: gonna go crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I like the idea, but it, it's not good. And then they thought maybe there was a mutiny on board via the crew members. Like mm-hmm. seven of the crew were like, We gotta take these this man, his wife and their two year doll two year old daughter, we gotta take him out. But after like this guy interviewed the crew members' descendants, that was ruled out like apparently they just talked you know not that they have proof but they're they ruled it out
2: (laughs) yeah but if you were gonna cause a mutiny wouldn't you just get rid of the captain his wife and his daughter and then be in control of the ship there's no reason to get off yeah well that's like i can think of one is that one of the main points of of the mutiny
1: to like overthrow the ship like, don't they want mm-hmm. the ship? They
2: keep the ship, yeah. You wouldn't, <laughs> go, like, uh, rent never mind, them water. and then get in a lifeboat with them and leave. Right. Like, that doesn't make. Yeah. Yeah. That makes zero sense.
0: No, the, that's what I said too. And like the the descriptor was like they got drunk beforehand and then they had a mutiny. And I said, who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm not that dumb. I don't think so. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is nope. so. Stupid. And even if they were that slashed, if they really were that drunk, they would not successfully be able to mutinize, right? Is that correct? I feel like if anyone's seen drunk people, true drunk people, they're yeah. capable of anything, you know? Yeah.
1: No, not much. Especially if you're working in yeah. a bar, like watching people like struggle to get to their seat, you know, it's like <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're not overthrowing anyone.
0: <laughs> anyone yeah. The yeah. No not way. much
1: is clicking up there right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 maybe that makes sense for like committing a mutiny and then uh, not taking the boat. I can see that's like the only yeah. part like that, the drunkenness makes sense. Cause they're like,
0: wait, why did we do this again? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you said yeah. no
2: Bottles were missing there or they were all intact.
0: Yeah. So I think there was, they said two of the barrels, maybe three of the barrels had been drinking. But that's also, like, out of, how many did it say? 1,700 or... Yeah, 1,701 barrels were largely intact. Like, these are not little barrels. These are proper, like, you know, do some damage sort of barrels. Yeah. 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 So I I immediately felt that I could rule that one out. And then there was this one. So two German crew members fell under suspicion uh, because none of their personal possessions were found, even though everyone else's possessions were still there on mm-hmm. the abandoned ship so they were found unlikely with no motive after people had questioned the descendants and that sort of thing but i was like i feel like that one could be pretty good you know two men yeah. like kind of contributing to that
2: which is weird that you you've descendants and feel like you can come up with an answer to that you know those aren't I know people.
0: yeah can you imagine someone questioning our grandparents being like, so we think that they did this, and obviously they're going to be like, they would never, you know? They yeah, would be, be like, a, no, it's... not
2: them. They're great. Right. <laughs> yeah, of course they're not going to be like, they're terrible. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't think that that's worthy, but there's no other way, because they all disappeared. There's no other way to find them, to question them. Um, and then the ship was totally seaworthy. And the discovery crew had to sail it back. So if they had to abandon the ship for any reason, you would think it would be because the captain said, we have to abandon ship. He's the main guy. He's the one that you follow the orders from. So if he's saying, get off the ship, you probably are getting off the ship, you know? So Mm -hmm. my theory is there is foul play from the dad, the captain. Mm. So I think that that has something to do with it because to get an entire crew onto a small lifeboat with the wife and daughter that just seems kind of crazy like you would have to have such a big motive for everybody to leave this huge ship in the middle of the ocean Mm -hmm. no issues it was fine i mean they found it two months later or a month later i guess with just three feet of water in the bottom you know that seems very insane to me plus they left their seven-year-old son behind at school like so oh. he yeah they, you didn't imagine that so a whole ass kid back there they left him on land so he could go to school and
2: so they were planning on coming back for him right Hopefully.
0: right eventually you would think they lost they they left the kid they they put that note at the very end of all the articles i read they were like oh by the way they left this the child way. But yeah. son that's kind of a big deal you know yeah like you would think i don't if
2: you're th- going on this big long journey and you're leaving like your little kid with somebody you would leave your well i guess i don't know how much how old daughter, was the baby two, two months two. that might yeah. be too young two years to be away from you would think the mom would stay behind then right they
0: have that sort of like societal level you think that they would have someone watching the children instead of like let's go sail around and see how it goes you know
2: <laughs> right i can't imagine a two month old is great yeah. sailing, yeah yeah because he brought women on board he was cursed mm. yeah yeah i learned that from pirates the caribbean yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> it's bad luck to
0: that is applicable here yeah. definitely i know the captain must have issued the abandoned ship but yeah. that means that his child is abandoned on land and that means the wife must know that the child is abandoned on land and then they left the son and then they have this two-year-old who has disappeared with them first of all that's just bad parenting. <laughs> Second, <laughs> like, bad like, just honestly, yeah. I don't know. It's just like crazy to fall upon a ship and be like, there's no foul play. There's nothing that's like dramatically wrong. It's just abandoned. And it's not like it's a cheap thing, especially you in the 1800s to leave a behind, ship
2: behind. You would think that they were in a hurry. Yeah.
0: Right. Like they were in a rush to get off. Right. Yeah. But it's like,
1: what could possibly be on board that you're in a rush to get off? Obviously, the ship is intact because it's still floating right.
0: around however long later. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like shocked that the boat didn't like crash into, you know, an like it, an island or something because it was found near islands. That's crazy. Maybe they were experiencing such harsh weather that they were like, oh, let's get in the lifeboat. But then that's also like not something yeah, like, that like, you'd want to like, do. Worse.
2: Yeah. I so, don't know. It's such a good mystery because I can't come up with like any theories.
0: Right. And this lady like a doctor or something. <laughs> She's like, she was trying to make it sound like she had figured it out with, um, what was it? Like with the captain saying like, we got to get off this boat, like ordering it.
2: Like, okay. Yeah, probably. But what's the reason?
0: Yeah. Like there was yeah, no reasoning and she just felt very, very confident about it.
2: Yeah. I feel I like that's what happened too. I don't think it was in a mutiny where they, like, no got off together. It's got to be the captain was like, we all got to get off. Yeah. Right. But the reason but why is very important to solving the mystery. <laughs> yeah. So Everything's so What intact. could be happening? If right? you look I, up pictures
0: I, of this boat, it's massive. And, like, pictures of the boat when it's found, massive and intact. Like, it is oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's less, like... So weird. It's genuinely a ghost ship. And I, you know... People in Hollywood have like Hollywoodified it so much where I'm like, this is oh, yeah. not a real thing, but it is. Rude. It's a massive boat. And then it I was like, like a crew of seven through. would not be enough
2: right? yeah. <laughs> to man the
0: boat. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe the captain's just that good. Like, everyone on the crew knows a job. They got it down. But I was like, doesn't the crew have to sleep at some point? You know? What I'm like, yeah. shouldn't they work in shifts? Yeah. They got to so, account for like seasickness going on.
1: Yeah. Lots of things. You have to have an alternative, like, guy. Like, it's like, what if one of them drops dead, you know? A bench warmer. <laughs> yeah. It's that time period. Someone could Stop just in, die. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dying all over the place. You have to have al- know. an alternate,
1: you know? Like, it's like, well, what if seven goes? We have to have like a backup seven you know
0: yeah right. i know i just feel like would feel more confident if yeah. they had more people mm-hmm. and it's just unreasonable that they didn't you know yeah but that's it like that's all the information we have people have been trying to like crack it for so long i mean people have made movies and like little documentaries and stuff about it but
2: Probably it's like the ghost ship now. I think they made yeah. a
0: Doctor Who episode <laughs> <laughs> revolving around it. <laughs>
2: like, Doctor Who. Something. No, it's a good mystery. It usually. is,
0: yeah. It is.
1: It's like, no, I literally don't no know. Reason. Yeah,
2: because none of those theories really make sense. Maybe they yeah, all like, turn
1: to, like, skeletons at midnight, or when it got dark or whatever, and then <laughs> they the had to get off. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, that's what's going great. on? We're going to get off the snow <laughs> Yeah, that's for it.
0: I mean, that's all the information I found just because there wasn't that much, but... yeah, I don't know, I found the theories very interesting, so... That was
2: fun.
0: Yeah. Love it.
2: Yeah, thanks for sharing those. I know. Those. The watcher and the ghost ship.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. I feel like the seven-year-olds should have written a book. Or... I haven't looked into it, but I feel like he should have something yeah, to say. Yeah, like a memoir or something. Yeah, did
2: they interview him? He's like, yeah, they
0: felt like the descendants said and enough. He was like, and like, man, every-
2: screw those guys. They left me behind. <laughs> I, I
1: didn't even care. realize they left yet.
2: Oh, he probably inherited a lot of money. Ooh. He's probably like, well, I don't know. I hope you don't find him.
1: He's like, I don't know. I was taking care of my nanny anyway beforehand. It's not that different
0: <laughs> right now. I'm just richer. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: No, good for him. I mean, he's uh, alive.
0: We yeah it, anymore, it was a successful one
2: yeah i don't know that's so strange
0: that is super strange they yeah. it.
2: that one it's freaks creepy. me out i like the letter writing ones because it's just so yeah weird.
1: it's like so dramatic it so is, personal I you know love it i love it uh, and i like that one because like nothing actually like happened to anybody you know so it's like i feel like it's an appropriate yeah. mystery to share because i was thinking about a lot of like unsolved kind of things but I'm, like these all are like such horrific crimes, and like obviously that's like yeah. beyond creepy. But like everyone's okay, you know. So right. like I feel yeah. like it's a fun one. Right. It's a good one if
2: you just did a little like JonBenet Ramsey and I, know. I did like a fun little treasure hunt.
1: Yeah, not a, a fun little be a treasure
2: different
1: hunt. Vibe. Yeah, yes. wouldn't quite fit in with the vibe of today, I don't think. It's like I'm gonna talk to you no, about good. a murder a case one. that's unsolved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Starting out hot, and just going for it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: I hope cool, cool,
0: cool, you enjoyed our quick little mystery Yeah, this
2: was fun. I'm sure we'll create a part two sometime.
0: Yes. Because I like this There's too much. I very much there, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Sign I us
1: off. Really hey everyone, it's Bergen, and thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be uploading a new show every Monday on all your favorite platforms. We're available wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out on YouTube at Assortment of Swords Podcast. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Assortment of Sorts. Additionally, we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for our next podcast topic, want to share a story that might be featured on our next episode, or just have some feedback you'd like to share, send us an email at assortmentofsortspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to capitalize the A, O, S, and P. See you next time.
2: Bye. Bye.